0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Uh, now, you were involved with the great Dave Joseph, who, of course, is in media relations here at Gulfstream Park, in year number one of the Florida Panthers. And as I recall, I mean, that was a great year. We were all looking forward to having a new professional sport here in town. The joke that went around, of course, that the uh, only ice that people in South Florida know about is at the bottom of a glass –
0: yeah, so me and Dave Joseph, we were actually co-beat writers in the inaugural year of for the Sun Sentinel for the, when the Panthers first started off, and that was when they were down at the old Miami Arena. So much fun covering that team. And, you know, then a couple of years later, they made their dream Cinderella run to yeah. the Stanley Cup finals, and that was the year of the rat. And I heard you talking with Randy Moeller. If people are buying rats. Moeller, and I was just thinking... Rats, that's very 1996. This should be the year of the bat with COVID. Yes, yes, yes. That, I that's think true. I <laughs> think instead of rats, we should start getting these like little stuffed bats. Stuffed bats and fire them and at start, the red wings. Just start throwing <laughs> these fake bats on the ice yeah. after a goal. Okay. It fits the times. Yeah. You know, we got to move ahead. we got to move great. forward. We can't live in the past. And then maybe we start a new thing. Enjoy your trip to work with lots of laughs thanks to Defo and Luby. Now on the Defo Show.
1: Beautiful day shaping up here at the Breezeway Bar at Gulfstream Park. There'll be Twilight Racing later on this afternoon. They kick off another great week of live racing here at Gulfstream this afternoon at 2 o'clock, and then a big card tomorrow and another one on Sunday. Spring-summer meet is on. It's in full gear, and you can enjoy the races here, uh, whether you're out here like we are on a deal Volkswagen Degenerate Friday. It's been a beautiful morning. A lot of horses on the track working out just a magnificent scene and later on they're giving away money here at the breezeway they've got all kinds of promotional stuff going on in the casinos uh, Mike Mayo uh, joined us to gambling gourmet and I know one of your favorite things if you were gonna do the song uh, the old song it would be somehow you would tie in seeing a Christine Lee's punching away on the ponies while eating those uh, delicious ribs
0: oh yeah I mean I'm looking forward to a you know almost August that uh, August is on Sunday but Favorite thing on the summer weekends, come on out here to Gulfstream, but sit at the bar at Christine Lee's and just uh, plunge away, you know, and bet and eat and drink and uh, because we got Saratoga
1: in full swing, and I was up there last weekend. Boy, am I just – you, you uh, were Rebel traveling, Lance and you, you had a lot of different food, uh, and it was very interesting, especially that trip to, uh, what, Canarsie, right?
0: Well, it was Sheepshead Bay in Brooklyn, which is uh, was my father's neighborhood. He grew up right on Emmons and 16th, right near the old Lundy's uh, Seafood House, uh, which, by the way, Back in the day, I didn't realize this history, but uh, the Vanderbilts had a home in Sheepshead Bay, and there was a big racetrack. Uh, you know, there was a track in Sheepshead oh, yeah. Bay. Okay, This was at the turn of Every the century Every now and
1: then, you'll see, like, the Belmont Stakes was run at, uh, you know, Schmank Park or yeah, whatever Graves it was. Yeah, yeah. There was,
0: like, all these tracks all around um, New York City back in the day in the uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, kind of like uh, Britain has racecourses all over the place, and they run only, like, seven-day meets uh, all year long. New York used to be like that. Anyway, Sheepshead Bay, where my dad grew up, there's a great clam bar called Randazzo's Clam Bar. It's been there since it the sounds 30s. Sexy. It just it's sexy. It's the fourth yeah. generation. Now, there's a Randazzo's restaurant down here in Key Biscayne. There's no relation. Uh, the Randazzo's up there has been there since the 30s. Uh, I think it's run by fourth generation now. Paulie was third generation. Uh, he lives in my neighborhood and. Uh, He's kind of taken a step back and let his kids run it, but they got. Yo,
1: Paulie, it's time for you to step aside.
0: <laughs> but their uh, signature dish, uh, besides their raw oysters and cherry stone clams, and which I love, is the uh, fried calamari, which they call galama. Give me an order of the galama, and when then they have the is sauce. Is it that much
1: better than other places? The
0: sauce mm. is what makes their galama. the 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 The, the, the calamari is good. It's breaded, a nice coating but then they serve it with this really deeply reduced, very thick sauce that actually was rhapsodized by the New York Times uh, food critic Pete Wells about eight or nine years ago. It's called the sauce, and so you either get it hot or mild. And I get the sauce hot, and you don't your I like belly. that about you. Uh, it's. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah, good you, stuff. you got a
1: little spice uh, going on in your life there, and uh, you did well at the spa. We'll get into that, but... Uh, uh, Luby, of course, uh, you know, he, he was all upset and we did have a thing about this uh, Xavier Howard situation, which uh, it, it's weird to me uh, only in the sense that uh, of all the contra tomps that was going on and the acrimony with quarterbacks in the NFL during the offseason where uh, this guy didn't want to play in Seattle anymore and that guy didn't want to play in Houston and Aaron Rodgers was out in Green Bay that uh, we ended up with, like, the big holdout here in, in Miami, where things were supposedly like a Woodstockian type of peace and love in terms of the way the franchise was going.
0: Yeah, well, you know, this is something that's been going on for time immemorial, including when I was uh, a beat writer of the Dolphins back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. And, uh, you know, guys would be unhappy. Uh, they, sometimes they held out. Sometimes they show
1: up and uh, be overweight and uh, not particularly productive or happy. There wasn't much leverage to holding out, though, back in that period of time. I mean, well, uh, well, you, you were looked I, upon as like a
0: scab, yep, like a yep. skirt. This was before free agency, and there was a strike around that time, so they did have much less leverage. Uh, and Joe Robbie, when he was the owner, a little bit parsimonious, cheap and uh, he just had a blanket policy. He would not renegotiate. His, his, his thing was, well, you signed on the bottom line, and if things have changed and uh, if other uh, salaries have risen, then maybe you should have just did a year-to-year instead of doing a multi-year contract. Yeah, with Larry, big, you're going to make
1: $100,000, Larry Zonka, for the next 17 years because <laughs> at the time it looked like a big, fat contract to your agent. But, look,
0: we live in a different time and era now, and there is free agency, and, uh, you know, players are exerting more of their. Uh, you know what they feel are their rights uh, in terms of getting paid what they deserve and based on productivity. Now look, you know this. Uh, he, Howard signed the deal a couple of years ago, and he's going around saying, "Well, I didn't fully understand it. It sounds like a first-time homeowner is like, I didn't know that the mortgage was adjustable." Frankie it's like, Pentangeli, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and I appreciate you playing that clip. It always gives me a smile. But the uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we well, were in the olive oil. So. You know, he signed the deal a couple of years ago. Now things have changed. Yeah. The reality is, the Dolphins legally don't have to do anything, but practically and logically, you want to keep your most productive and best players happy. So you might have to kind of do a little renego- renegotiation, or, or, you know, throw the guy a, a bone, uh, as Austin Powers might say, "Throw me a freaking bone," and uh, you know, make the guy somewhat happy that you want to you want to keep if you want to keep him around. If not, see what his trade value is, but. Um, you know, I'm of the opinion, you know, you got to be practical this day and age. And yeah, if the market has changed and conditions have changed, I don't think Steve Ross is going broke anytime soon. Uh, I even though that Hudson Yards project, I drove past it. it looks like kind of a bust because it's all on its own. That West Side uh, development that he was behind. Nobody the, goes. The there Dolphins are too crowded. Well, all <laughs> the top end restaurants that came in, there, half of them are already closed down, Whoa. and bailed out. Um, but tough
1: time to open something like that.
0: Well, it was even yeah before the pandemic. But but. Never mind that. Yeah. Stephen Ross, I, I think you know, has some money and could could make his most productive players happy if that's what he wants. Uh, and it's got to be a give and take. We'll see what happens.
1: I like a juicy holdout story. Uh, you don't get it very often anymore. Uh, before well, is he camp. here and just yeah. not
0: happy, or is he not? Uh, He's here, and uh, he
1: doesn't want to face the fine. He's here, so he's not holding out. No, because it's a mandatory fifty grand fine that you have to pay. Right, so he's just
0: grousing. He's saying, "Trade me or play me, and uh, or pay me." Yeah,
1: (laughs) and uh, well, he's looking across there at uh, Byron Jones, who signed for uh, supposedly made like eight million more over the last couple of years, and it'd be like you know if you found out that Dave Hyde was making double you were when you were at the Sun Sentinel, and they're schlepping you off to all kinds of remote destinations following the Panthers. I went right to the city (laughs) desk. <laughs> Did that pay better than sports? No, but uh... <laughs> couldn't have been as much fun. Yeah, that's, was... that's for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, it's interesting to me because uh, you know the aspect that I love about uh, training camp holdouts is-, is that the coaches perceive the holdout uh, gentleman, whoever it happens to be, as a complete piece of dreck. If we can use a little Jewish slang in there, because they act like the guy doesn't exist, and that was always the thing. I was talking about it yesterday with Tony Segreto. I remember Randall Hill was holding out with the Dolphins. I don't Randall know if Randall Thrill Hill. I was there. for I don't that. know if you were yeah, uh, yeah, covering yeah. the team then. Yeah. And, and uh, people every day, the first question of Shula. You would have this little gathering of reporters, which uh, we were out there right. at St. Thomas. Schmitzing. I remember that. I might have been there that time. blazing yeah. hot. It felt like you're in the middle of the Mojave. And sure, uh, I don't talk about
0: players who aren't here. Exactly. Like we don't. Even, what, what? What are
1: you talking? Talking about this guy doesn't he's exist. Dead Let, to me. Let's talk about exactly. I mean, it was mafia-esque <laughs> the way they talked about the guy. Now I got to tell the players meter. turn around and say
0: this isn't personal, Don. It's strictly business. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, uh, but I, at that,
1: the in time, I I you know, and you probably remember, and uh, you know, Drew Rosenhaus obviously went on to have tremendous success as a sports agent. Uh, among the uh, I don't know. He, he may even be the most successful. It's possible. I mean, he's in the category there. In the last
0: generation. You know, Lee Steinberg was the man before, uh, you know, then Drew Steinberg's not
1: doing too badly right now with Mahomes.
0: I think Steinberg is in a, yeah, he's he's had staying power, so yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, um, he's but doing all right. Drew was good because, you know, he knew how to work the media. He was in the media. He got – you know, he was on featured on the – you know. Channel 7 show. Started out the, on a Jim Manage yeah. Sunday night sports
1: rap show with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So,
0: uh, you know, but he would, uh, you know, make his case persuasively, sometimes on the record, sometimes off the record. And then, you know, from the Dolphins, all you would get is uh, we don't renegotiate. We're yeah. not going to do that. Well, and you know? the
1: team stance is always the same. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, well, uh, you know, where, where does the line stop if we do this for this guy? You know, he just signed a deal two days ago. Now he wants a new contract because we brought in this other schlep who's half as good for forget, twice the money.
0: Forget where does the line stop? How about uh, when does the Super Bowl parade begin again? We we haven't seen one here since the Nixon administration.
1: <laughs> Honest, honestly,
0: that is a, that is a harsh
1: reminder, Mayo. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> <laughs> Sabat, true. Sad. You put a little extra hot sauce on that scene, <laughs> man. Truth hurts, then. right? Nixon administration. <laughs> just bringing up Nixon. Period. To Might have been Bucks Ford. I gotta look
0: back at the historical data, but well, I think. So 73 was, was the 70. last so time. Yeah. Was 70. It was January 74, I think.
1: Uh, I Tricky think Dick Nixon was still in good still favor in there. there. yeah, <laughs> until August of that year. This was yeah. before G. Gordon Lady got caught with his pants down at uh, you know, Watergate <laughs> Hotel. Um, all right. Um, hey, this is great. And uh, I don't know if you heard the tribute earlier. Shamuja. There's no one that says <laughs> Shamuja. The way you do, I, and, I gotta, and, and, and just great. makes all, everybody's taste buds just wake up. I gotta, I gotta, you know, take uh, some issue with
0: my man Kyle there, you know, who I've been nothing but nice to last time. We he had he a, loves you, by the way. Last time we had a group outing, the even keel, I invited him, he couldn't make it. You know, what, that's fine. But like, you know, if he's gonna mock me, he made me sound like a nebbish. First of all,
1: and, and, <laughs> he and, does and, make and, everyone and, sound. Uh, <laughs> I know, but uh, well, yeah. most of his impressions morph into the Why, same. It makes me that's an, an, an old well, New Yorker. Yorker. I've never lived in New yeah. York a day in my yeah. life.
0: <laughs> I always thought I had more of a deeper Brooklyn accent, but that's okay. He yeah. can make, But <laughs> let me rave about Shimuja and he loves the way I say it. I love, and he was saying, oh, the noodles. No, it's not the noodles that make the place. It's the broth. That pork bone broth, they, they take a whole pig and they take an oar like a paddle from a canoe and they yeah. break down the bones and the connective tissue and all the fats and the collagen gets into the
1: broth and that's what makes it shimuja. Yeah. It's at the The only pig that Kyle's familiar with is the ones he bets on. <laughs> <laughs> he knows nothing about oh, food, I can man. assure you, yeah.
0: But I love the place because it's genuinely good. And my brother was there earlier this week, went with his wife, and they were raving about the lunch special, uh, you get a bowl of ramen along with some goodies they do the karaji fried chicken with a little dipping sauce and a little rice dish shimuja's at the corner of griffin road and i-75 and Davy uh near the corner there it's at 4921 southwest 148th avenue that's in a public shopping center there a little bit out west for those of us on the coast but totally worth the drive it's ramen and more japanese cuisine uh, that has all your favorites, including the bao buns that, uh, Luby loves so much, mm. and the pork, and the, uh, they have rice dishes, and of course they're known for the famous ramen noodle soups. They have vegan options made with a mushroom and soy base. Uh, Chef Keichi and, uh, the GM Michael over there, they'll take care of you. They're open seven days for lunch and dinner. Uh, they're also available for takeout and, uh, pickup, and on all the major delivery apps. Uh, they got beer, wine, sake, they've got great desserts, uh, uh, go to Shamuja. If you want to order, it's 754 200 754 Shamuja. Tell them the gambling May sent you.
1: Can we do one in unison, Luby, on three? One, one two, two, three. three. Shamuja. David. Beautiful. All right. Back with more in a moment. Uh, Deal Volkswagen Degenerate Friday. We're live here at Trackside Gulfstream Park. Just been a beautiful scene out here all morning. Going to be even better this afternoon when these uh, smoking fast thoroughbreds are racing for real. Friday through Sunday for the live racing here at the stream. Toga and Delmar being simulcast back in a moment on 940 winds and 1230 the zone. Now that. The time. Shamuja. It's 919. <laughs>
0: You yeah, have the week where if somebody just took a sock and filled it with nickels, and just, <laughs> and just started pummeling you about that's the head—that's the head. old chalk sock in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Used that, to that's the with kind of Halloween. week I—I I mean, Sunday there was a late carryover uh, in the late pick five at Fairgrounds. I just said I am going to go try to hit this thing because I had some success at that last month with a carryover at Tampa. So, I put like a hundred bucks into the pick fives at fairgrounds and you know of course all my big tickets go up in smoke like the 48 dollar ticket went out the 36 i was down to one eight dollar ticket that i'm alive to and actually get through the first four legs including with a couple of prices i have one horse in the last leg it's an even money favorite by far the favorite in all the pick fives and pick fours but it was still coming back a dime it was coming back a thousand bucks wow of course, he hooks up in a speed wheel with a 40-to-1 rat oh, and <laughs> spits the bit in the stretch. It gets beaten by a length no. by, a, by another 20-to-1 shot. The best way to kick off your day is with Defo plus Luby. We now return
1: to the Defo Show. Welcome back to the show. A deal Volkswagen degenerate Friday, 940 wins, 1230 the zone around the world on the I-Hard Radio app. Jankies in town, as the great Angel Medina used to say. Horse trainer out here for many years on the South Florida circuit. Angel Medina, always wearing a Yankee cap. And all he had to do was say, Yankees, as you walk by the guy, and he would give you the thumbs up. It was always great. Yankees in town, it's always exciting. Uh, did you grow up a Yankee fan, Mike Mayo? No, I was Brooklyn. Met?
0: My parents were uh, jilted Dodgers fans, and they always hated the Yankees. And so when we got the Mets that came to town, uh, that was a couple of years before I was born, but I was born in 66, so I was alive for the Miracle Mets. We always were Mets fans. And... Uh, uh, we're contending with the leaf blower here. I wish I could go hit hit him with a sock full of apples or something it. like that.
1: He's <laughs> uh, gainfully employed here at Gulfstream, trying to beautify the place yeah, for the crowds that are coming. Right. My we're we're good. We're, we're, yeah. we're professional. You're getting the shambles. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting, getting the twisties. No I'm
0: getting the twisties. Did you see that Simone Biles? I guess in an Instagram post is. Said that uh, basically uh, she's being plagued by the twisties, which is when her mind and body are simply not in sync.
1: What's a Mayo column and on
0: Simone Biles look like? picture? Well, I today? mean, again, like I said the other day, I have sympathy for her because she is dealing with some trauma from uh, you know past sexual abuse at the hands of uh, uh, you know the team doctor. Uh, but again, if she was able to. You know, put that behind her and compete at the highest levels. Nothing off, though. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 something that's real, and you never know when pressure comes up. And then, you know, she's under a lot of pressure, obviously. And uh, you know, she's uh, you know, she made the decision when she blew the vault that she couldn't go on, and that things are just not right. And you know, a lot of people are applauding her for following her mind and body and heart. She looked uh, like me, tumbling s- out of a bar in Atlanta. I, I guess <laughs> I come from a. <laughs>
1: It's true. I mean, uh, I was like, uh, you know, you, you're thinking carry Strug here, but uh, um, well, how about that Japanese guy that had a broken leg and yeah, he had to dismount? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah rings? That, that, that was, was classic, that was yeah, Olympic. Yeah,
0: football. you know, I guess I come from a different era where it's like, you know, you you got to play hurt or you got to just kind of fight through, uh, and if something bad happens, you try to show some resilience. And like, you know, Tiger Woods uh, fought off when he had his uh, broken ankle, or leg, or whatever that was at the U.S. Open, and he kept going and he won and you know, again, it's um, it's unfortunately that, that that she doesn't feel that she's ready to compete at the highest levels that she needs to be. In a way, you know, this is a soap opera story for NBC, and uh, they uh, they uh, they're going to be milking whether she's going to be participating in some of the individual events or not. And the, by her stepping aside at the all around uh, it. Opened up the door star for another born. story, yeah. you know. You get another American Star is born. So in a way, it's uh, you know it works out for uh, for everybody,
1: uh, except the leaf blower. And uh, <laughs> don't be distracted, my friend. I mean, I, somebody's I, gonna come I, up ask you where <laughs> the men's room is, and it's right here. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you got to deal with. I, I wanted to ask you this, though. Oh, I mean, your familiarity with uh, you know various famous local uh, media critics, uh, Jim Sarny and the great Tom Jicka. Is it true that the network takes a uh, financial bloodbath when the focal point of their coverage, in this case Simone Biles, uh, falls out? It would be like uh, Mark Spitz all of a sudden had a, you know, a cramp in the pool and couldn't compete in the other five events he was going to win gold medals in. Uh, does, does that, in your opinion, Mike Mayo, do real damage. I, I think the Olympi- will they have to sign Seinfeld for the, a rerun?
0: The Olympics is one of those events that's that's bigger than just one, you know, star. And obviously, you know, gymnastics and swimming are the the focal points of the first week, and then it turns to the track and field events. Um, the Olympics is almost, uh, you know, the NBC. I don't know what their ratings are, but between the streaming venue and, and all the advertising, there's a lot of
1: weenie stuff on there. I don't though, think you
0: know nothing is subject to yeah. renegotiation uh, based on ratings point now abc took a hit with the nba finals being with those two small market teams so you know that's that's something that you know definitely a network executives root for that's LA why he heads are rolling la yeah. and new york or brooklyn to be in their marquee events but the olympics is almost uh it's almost uh, star proof it's bigger than any individuals even if their marketing campaign is pegged around
1: certain people oh man they so, were all in i mean i was all well. by I mean, she was in every commercial every promo <laughs> She stopped just short of lighting the torch. <laughs> it, it was incredible. And, and, and she's a very likable uh, athlete and somebody that you would you know, naturally be rooting for to do as well as possible. So uh, we wish her the best. But, uh, yeah, that's always the thing you picture is the network executives gargling with razor blades there at uh, 30 Rock. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you want some down. great food and you want to watch the Olympics, or all the exciting sports activity. Yankees, Marlins over the weekend. They uh, have football cranking up shenanigans. Great sports bar, great food. Great guy running the place in Patrick Utter. Yeah, Patrick Utter. He likes
0: to dabble in the ponies. He likes to fish. And he likes to put out good food and drink at shenanigans. He's got two locations. The original is right across from T.Y. Park in Hollywood on Sheridan Street. The east side one, 1300 South Federal Highway in Dania Beach. And they have everything you want and more there. They've got uh, you know burgers and sandwiches. They're famous for their wings, the blackened wings. They've got barbecue stuff. And he's got, you know, all kinds of great daily specials, entrees, fresh fish. Patrick says, friends don't let friends eat frozen fish. And I know that they only serve fresh fish. there, never frozen. It's all good. They have drink specials all day, happy hours. And uh, they have late night dining at both locations. I stopped in there after I landed from uh, New York and picked nice. up a nice little chicken parm sub at uh, about uh, midnight the other night. And it was delicious. Go to Shenanigans. If you need to order for takeout or delivery, you could go through their drive through window on the east side. It's 954-923-3008. Go to Shenanigans and tell them that Mike Mayo, the Gambling Gourmet, sent you.
1: Great joint. Uh, spent a lot of time there with my son, Jesse, when he was growing up. Lived in a Hollywood area right there by the original location. And I've been to the new spot also. Uh, fantastic Shenanigans. More with the Gambling Gourmet. Mike Mayo, Deal Volkswagen Degenerate Friday. We're out here live at Gulfstream Park. It's fantastic out here. And uh, I think that guy's going to come and put that right in your <laughs> ear. I'm, I'm glaring at him. He's just not even paying oh, attention. No, yeah, I've
0: yeah. got the twisties now. My mind and body are not in sync just because of that. I've got to kind of be above it. I don't think I'm going to put I, – I
1: could pull Simone Biles she, and just she, she walk came, off the uh, set. off the vault there like she was Chuck Weppner 15th round Ali fight. I I'm mean, considering
0: uh, just going right over to Christine Lee's now and just ordering some ribs and waiting for the races to begin. Well, what I do mean, you think?
1: Uh, it's a little bit of a wait today because it's at a twilight time, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll hang out with you. All right, we're coming back with more from the Breezeway here at Gulfstream Park in a moment. Now that. The time. Could always try some video poker. It's uh, 9.32. Mike Mayo joins us here on the dance. I I did not know that you knew Len Robbins. I hung out in some of those press rooms along in the the football
0: season, too. You know, the Jets and the, uh, man, Bill Parcells once ridiculed me something fierce. Was it uh, over a horse that you gave him? I came in a little late when he had a briefing, and it was some news had broken. All I know is, like, something developed in the 10 minutes from when I parked the car to when I got into the facility, and I didn't know the latest news, and then he just like uh, you know shred- ripped yeah, ripped me. An it's an honor like- to get ripped by Parcells. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've gotten I've gotten ripped by the best of them. But, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, well, so- you've been body
1: slammed by Brian Cox. So Shuler wasn't no, too. No, no, we never came to a I meeting. Pat Riley took exception with some of the things that you had to say, and now Parcells <laughs> thinks that you're a real punk, huh? <laughs> Mike Mayo, great. Sp- no wonder you got out of sports. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what the chefs do to me with the they the, come out with the knife. Oh, they're <laughs> even more sensitive than sports guys. Though. You say is
0: buenos dias the cafecito is piping hot why not enjoy it with defo and luby it's now time for the defo show
1: one of the great things about being here in south florida of course uh, you do have a lot of uh, new york expatriates and you have a lot of racing fans here we're live out here at breezeway park Street park on a deal volkswagen degenerate friday and uh, always you know it's always on your mind if you're in south florida and you're from that part of the country which uh, this is out in the country, uh, to go to Saratoga. but And Mike Mayo, the Gambling Gourmet, is with us here on 940 Winds and 1230 The Zone. You were just up there, uh, very envious. I mean, uh, that has to be just a beautiful trip, Uh, unless, I guess, it rains all weekend, but you had some good weather and and a good time, uh, no? no complaints. You know, I went up, I made it kind of like a five-day
0: combo trip, a little bit of city in New York. I had some family business to attend to, and then uh, a little bit of uh, country living. And what uh, kind
1: of family business?
0: (laughs) Uh, No, Uh, but... Anyway, I yeah, just yeah. <laughs> no, it was actually no, anyway, it was actually no, was, post in a
1: retirement. No, right? I'll, I'll say it was yeah.
0: a, a, you know in the Jewish tradition we do a unveiling ceremony uh, for uh, loved ones who had departed. And my dad, uh, you know, he passed away pre-COVID, but we weren't able to do the the uh, ceremony because of COVID oh, so until this year. Real, like so a special occasion, uh, yes. Yeah, so I went up there and conducted a little unveiling uh, service graveside in Long Island, Long Island. And then uh, went up to the country, and I hadn't been to Saratoga. I couldn't even do the math. I don't know if it was 18 years or 20 years. It was just so gorgeous up there to get up there in the, nice, you know, yeah. c- you know the nice uh – Cool nights. It was 55 at night. Um, you know, I hadn't been there. Things have changed. They've built it up a lot more concession stands and food options. Uh, they have this Hattie's Chicken stand, which is their famous chicken that's been around up in Saratoga for a while. And uh, they charge 20 bucks for a four-piece with one side Don't dish. Don't they have a
1: big hot dog thing going there uh, too. Yeah, they got all kinds of stuff. They got sausages.
0: I had the sausage one day, sausage and peppers. The Hattie's chicken was really good. The uh, coating. You uh, sprung for the 20. But yeah, oh, yeah, me and my. Oh, bro- so you were me my, Well, me and my. Bro- Buddy split it, so it was yeah. 10 bucks each, right. and uh, we each had, you know, we had to choose our yeah, you know, arm wrestle over the breast, but
1: uh, I got the thigh. You, you couldn't I, go, go two breasts. <laughs> they they, they he, said, that's, no. a, that's an upcharge. I, 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 they
0: said they don't even do that for an upcharge. I was no. a little bit miffed. I was like, can we get, like, an extra piece? And I Shortage could, of chicken like, breast. No, you can't no. do that. So... Uh, you know, and it was good, but it would have been better if it was hot and crisp out of the thing. But I'm not—I I didn't want to turn into the uh, you know the, the no. old man from Seinfeld saying, I, "I need it hot." But uh, <laughs> I just—we ate it. We had fun. Oh, and it was just a great trip because, besides the ponies, and you hit some, and like you said, my buddy came over with his wife the first day, and. Uh, it was rough going because uh, you don't want to have Oh, I brought a woman on the guy's trip. It was a bunch of guys from college, like a guy yeah, I hadn't yeah, seen yeah, in like four work. years. Yeah. And and then there was like uh, the, the newlywed. He had to bring the wife. In your the, Brooklyn frame of and, mind, and, you were thinking pitch the, the Saturday was a grind, but then Sunday they left, and it was just me and my other buddy. And uh, that's when I got out with a nice 8-to-1 shot from oh, Irad Artist. But the other nice part hung out at a social club where Fran LaBelle, who used to work for the Sun Sentinel, and then he worked for the Daily Race former Naira. He's good buddies with Tom Durkin, the former voice of New York great, Racing. Great. Me and Fran. Fran is the life of the party. A couple of other friends, a couple of my friends, Tom Durkin was sitting around having a couple of drinks on a Saturday evening. Beautiful. And then the weirdest thing that happened was uh, Sunday night. This sounds like something that would happen to Luby, honestly. Sunday night in our hotel room, <laughs> me and my buddy we were split in a double room. And uh, all of a sudden, like, just about falling asleep at midnight, we hear... I thought it was the room next door. You know how sometimes the thin walls and you yeah. hear the rattling of the doors slamming. You know, we hear like a fiddling. The door. Next thing you know, somebody, there's a woman shouting, "Like, hello, hi. This is 323." And then she like, oh, and well. we were like, "What's going on?" And a she naked woman shows well, up in your room. We we didn't even get out to see what she looked Every like, which dream. now I'm regretting that we didn't we didn't really get a peek. But she just went running out. We were like, "What just happened?" Yeah, because she had a key. And uh, basically we sorted it out was that she was a little bit inebriated. She lost her room key. She thought she was in room 323. And the front desk gave her a key to 323 without even checking her ID. Oh, jeez. And it well, was, what kind
1: of cheese ball hotel were you staying in Saratoga? Uh, can I rip the embassy suites? Embassy <laughs> suites? <laughs> yeah, that's a real. It place was a little there. bit of a lapse. High class. They understand A security. little
0: lapse in security there, which. Yeah. Uh, uh, here you go, a, lady.
1: Here's the key. A little disconcerting. <laughs> but, well, they uh, probably saw the guys that were up there and figured she had to be part of your party because <laughs> she was bombed out of her mind after being at the races all day. That's great. Uh, uh, the so, Gambling Gourmet, but, Mike Mayo. Now, you also came back, and, and this is great. Uh, Let's Eat South Florida, of course, is Mike's. Facebook page, 50,000-plus subscribers, uh, re- really one of the fastest-growing things that, that you've seen here when it comes to communications in South Florida. And I keep seeing pictures, and I get hungrier and hungrier every time I see them, of pizzas that were originated at the Pizza Spot and always with a rave review. The Pizza Spot
0: is my favorite place for pizza in South Florida. And let me tell you, I had a couple slices up in New York, you know, that New no, York style. Don't tell me. Well, eh? Pizza Spot is New Haven style wood-fired oven a pizza. It comes out well done, and uh, you know the Connecticut New Haven style. There's little bit, a little bit grease on your A little though, bit different the than time. the New York style. Um, and again, it's a place where you want to go and get a full pie. Not well, they they do sell slices. Pizza Spot is my spot for pizza anytime. It's a uh, it's 601 Southwest 12th Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. A little bit hard to find in that Riverside Park neighborhood by the Swing Bridge a uh, little hard to find totally easy to love husband and wife team Wade and Reese they opened the uh, the beginning of the year and they are just just killing it with their pizzas they also have subs salads and great meatballs uh, they're open Tuesday through Sunday for lunch and dinner, closed Mondays usually. But let me give you a programming note. If you want to get one of those great pizzas, you got to go this weekend uh, by Sunday because they're taking a little vacation. August is here. They're going to be closed from August uh, 2nd, this Monday, all the way through August 10th. They'll be reopening on Wednesday, August 11th. So if you want your pizza, run in this weekend. Go to Pizza Spot, 754-779-7788. Seven five four seven seven nine seven seven eight eight. Tell them Mike Mayo, the gambling gourmet, sent you.
1: People love it. They absolutely love it. Uh, pizza spot uh, and Ernie Anderson, our good friend, vouched for the fact that it was a great, great place. So one of our many listeners that's tried to place out on your recommendation. The gambling gourmet, Mike Mayo, with us here. Nine forty wins. Twelve thirty the zone around the world in the iHeartRadio app. Yankees take the field tonight against the Marlins, and the game I believe gets underway what seven oh five? Luby somewhere in there. So uh, Yankees Marlins tonight on a radio station. Uh, Kyle Seeloff leads off the coverage, and the Greek comes your way three o'clock this afternoon. Seven ten. We'll return. Seven ten. There you go. Add five minutes. Uh, gives you a little extra time to get down there in case there's traffic on ninety-five. Back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. It's nine forty-seven. Mike Mayo, the Gambling Gourmet, with us, uh, and we're going to ride it out the door uh, until 10 o'clock today with Mike Mayo, the Gambling Gourmet, here. The Saints, and I think, uh, I don't know, is it a 10-point edge, New Orleans over Chicago, a 10-point edge in food?
0: Hard to give, but it is, you know, Chicago has so much great food.
1: New Orleans, if it was rated,
0: if the line was based on food, it would be New Orleans by about three and a half.
1: You need but, a cardiologist, though, uh, to be on call. And also, if you have the gout, forget about it. You're done.
0: Oh, yeah, the New Orleans is like the food equivalent of Vegas. Like, after yes. five days, you're done. You know, yes. you got to, like, get out of there. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be. You have enough sodium in your system to explode. Yes. <laughs> Vegas for the gambling action. Your head just starts spinning. Grab a bagel and a schmear, plus some Defo and Luby. Welcome back to the Defo Show.
1: All right, we're out here live, Breezeway Bar, Gulfstream Park, live racing later on this afternoon. There's your guy again. How long has he been this for? <laughs> like, I, I, oh, I, I agree with line he, line he we should just be pros, but, I mean, this is like the oh, no, you, I, could, I think he's trolling us. It's you can eat off the <laughs> floor here at uh, Gulfstream Park at the Breezeway Bar, and you can pick up cash here later on this <laughs> afternoon with the fine promotions that are coming from Michael Ortega and Greg DeVincent in the marketing department. They're giving cash away. All right, so we have the Gambling Gourmet here. A couple of things that we have to get to with the Gambling Gourmet. He's been having phenomenal success on the air here including going 7-for-7 in the EuroCup by predicting games based on the food of the area that is being represented by the team. So uh, we'll do a little Yankees-Marlins, New York versus South Florida. And Mike, of course, knowing everything, having been the food critic at the Sun Sentinel for so many years about South Florida restaurants, but also... Just was raving about a couple of places in the Big Apple there, including uh, including Peter Luger's, where we had a burger. Had a burger for lunch. Unbelievable. They only do it for
0: lunch. They use like the scraps and grind up some uh, prime beef for uh, their burgers, and uh, that's a tremendous thing. Although uh, you know what, a little bit expensive, and uh, it was a little bit over salted. I mean, You'll have
1: to factor it into your decision. It here. was over salted. Yeah. Oh, okay. The South Florida. You know, wind. So the
0: line cook uh, might have messed up a little yeah. bit, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a, uh, I, I ate dinner at a, a Michelin-starred Italian restaurant, Central Park, South Marea. It's been there for yeah. about uh, 12 years. What? Oh, no. no Fantastic. Kidding. I mean, it's...
1: So, anyway, food-wise, uh, look... Well, know, well, I, we'll get to that. We'll get oh, to that. Okay. But uh, you know what? If you're looking for something great, oh, real oh, quick, sound vocal. point, Raw Bar, I mean... Factor that into the equation when you make this Marley yankees pair. You know, I grew up, nostalgia (laughs) brings me to Randazzo's
0: uh, Clam Bar in Sheepshead Bay, but uh, my current circumstances, I go to Southport Raw Bar because they got product that's every bit as good. Uh, They get great, uh, also, oysters. They do raw on the half-shell and grilled. They got great clams, steamed, or uh, also on the half-shell. They've got their mahi sandwiches. You've no Southport Raw Bar. You've seen the bumper stickers. It says, eat fish, live longer, eat clams, last longer, eat oysters, love longer. It's at Southport Raw Bar. It's at 1536 Cordova Road in Fort Lauderdale. It's an iconic place, uh, Fort Lauderdale's oldest raw bar, and it's run by Buddy, Buddy Sherman and his crew. They do a fantastic job. They have full liquor now. They have breakfast and brunch, uh, the great Southport Eggs Benedict, topped with grilled shrimp. Uh, So they're open, uh, you know, seven days for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Go to Southport Royal Bar. they got live music. they got outdoor seating. It's a beautiful place. If you want to order for something to go, 954-525-2526, tell them Gambling Gourmet Mike Mayo sent you.
1: I'll say this, uh, and it's uh, an easy uh, tribute to give because every time you go there, Uh, you think, why don't I come here more often? That's that's a good thing to feel, though, when you uh, leave a restaurant. All right. New York food versus South Florida food. Marlins, Yankees. Now, almost everybody uh, with New York ties is going to say, it's it's no contest. But I, I think South Florida has any number of just brilliant restaurants. So, well, what do you think there? I, I don't know how we would decide this. South Florida has incredible
0: diversity and some really great mom and pops, uh, particularly in Broward and, and also parts of Miami-Dade where you can get really good, you know, international flavors, the Latin American, South American, Asian. Uh, you know, New York is renowned for its food, uh, both its street food, Pushcott hot dogs pizza joints yeah you know a lot of things you could find great ones and mediocre ones in both city what is the deciding factor for me when i go to new york i'm always blown away by the service the polished impeccable service these wow. guys oh, so really? this guy who was the bartender at moreo was a total pro and that's the thing that is lacking sorely in uh, miami data. Uh, very few people who are like Full-time professional or wanna be full-time professional servers or whatever—they're all you know models or uh, struggle They want to be something else, and uh, they don't put their full heart into it, and that's why a lot of the even the top restaurants struggle with turnover. So I'm gonna give the nod to New York, not because of the two f- out of three, then? Yeah, not because hmm. of the food, because I think it's a tie when it comes to food alone. But when it comes to the service and the little extras.
1: All right, very interesting position taken by the gambling gourmet. You would expect no less from Mike Mayer with the intellect that he has to have gone and, uh, and, and the to the l- what? The Lube,
0: it was the London School of Economics and Political London Science School of Economics. where I supposedly <laughs> studied for a semester in my junior year abroad. Realistically, most everything. of the time was spent in the uh, the Ladbrokes betting parlors <laughs> and the pubs. It was terrific. You would be able to just punch like on the races yeah. and then just go g- g- down a couple of pipes and uh, just had to write a couple of essays for the ending of the semester. It was all pass or fail. I passed.
1: Very good. I like Pastor fail. That was the basis I wanted to be graded on, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, there was a 50-50 shot there. All right, uh, Mike Mayo, always a pleasure, my friend, and uh, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, we thank the people here at Gulfstream Park for having us in. Always great being out here Trackside at Gulfstream Park. A real treat for us tomorrow. I'll see you from Hialeah and the Champion Simulcasting Room with the Polyman, Paul Macell, and the great Dave gurgles Gurgly. That follows the weekly Fisherman on 940 Winds and the iHeartRadio app, Eric Brandon's fine show, where uh, wow, I mean, he's uh, you know always talking about the fresh fish that you get here in South Florida, caught right there and on a restaurant table here, any number of places, including Southport, uh, the very the same day in a lot of cases. So even kill that, fish yeah. and the shenanigans—they all feature fresh fish. That's beautiful. Yes, that's why we have, I think, a little shot in here in the argument against New York. I'm glad you went to the Bounty service of on the that, seas more so than the food. All right, for Mike Luby Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. At 8 in the a.m. for the Hylia Park Trivia Challenge. Uh, Enjoy your day, everybody, as we leave you now that. The time. It's 10 o'clock. Let's go to eat a damn snack. Look what they've done to my show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?